Welcome to another episode of I'm Chris Don One Podcast, episode 115. How you living? I'm living swell. You know, generally, I, I kind of want to do content and topics about everyday things, okay? Uh, unfortunately, this news is pretty massive uh, in the gaming industry. And it's so massive and so important and so iconic and so big and so large scale. It covers over so many other communities. And I mean, even people who are casual gamers, people who uh, who are not gamers, who identify with a certain gamer lingo or certain gamer logos or everyone knows Call of Duty. Everybody. Your mama, your auntie, your uncle, your stepdad, your brother, your sister, people who are hardcore fanatics in gaming, people who are in who are in and out of gaming, casual gamers, uh it's a household name, Call of Duty. If you say the words Call of Duty, people who are who are not known to be considered or identify themselves as gamers would know what Call of Duty stands for and what Call of Duty is. Call of Duty is the type of brand that to me uh, is just as is just as important as when you say the Super Bowl. When you say the Super Bowl, people who are casual fans of football people who are hardcore fanatics of football people who don't even have a clue about the football teams or the some of if if not all football players they would know the super bowl if you say the if you say the name tom brady there are women out there who know who tom brady is well what tom brady does who's tom brady married to they may not uh, know the stats surrounding Tom Brady, but they do, and they they do identify who and what is Tom Brady. Same thing with the Super Bowl, and the same thing as this large announcement that hit us in waves. I, f- I feel like it was like four days ago when this news shook and shocked everyone in the gaming industry. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, allow your boy to explain. Microsoft bought not a quarter, not half, but all of Activision and Blizzard Entertainment. Now, what is constructed in this company? What titles and games are under the umbrella of Activision and Blizzard Entertainment? Call of Duty, a huge franchise game that has been uh, embedded in the gaming industry since day one. Well, I take that back. Uh, Since the beginning of consoles being so iconic, you know, in the beginning stages of gaming, you had Pong. Uh, In the beginning stages of gaming, um, uh, Mario, Mario Brothers, um... A Spyro the Dragon, you, you you had Ratchet and Clank, you, you had a lot of these iconic Halo gears. 
that's the next wave of iconic names that you know people it should register in a lot of people's heads call of duty has been in the majority of the gaming community and the gaming franchise and the gaming history maybe not in the beginning when pong was introduced to us but it has been there okay it's been a solid staple for all consoles i can't recall or remember a console that did not have call of duty on it you have to go back to you'll have to go back to the atari 2600 maybe and activision was around then at that time you know activision made pitfall Activision made a lot of games for the Atari 2600. That's where Activision really got uh, got started in the gaming industry. Made uh, a lot of uh, arcade games that were played in the arcade in the arcades, as well as played in 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 a lot of homes when the, the Atari 2600 came out, when the Sega Genesis came out. Uh, you know. I forgot there was another console that came out, but I can't re recall nor remember before you had the PlayStation, uh, you know, Nintendo, even though Nintendo had the NES, uh, I, Nintendo was, was, uh, out of the big three between Nintendo, uh, between Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft, Nintendo got on the scene first and then, uh, Sony, um, uh, came into the forefront of the gaming industry they came out with their console a real fun fact uh sony was interested in buying nintendo as well as microsoft okay uh so a lot of people uh you know at that you know, at that time it was atari and sega that were the leaders of of the game of, of the gaming industry then here comes Sony and then uh here comes Saturn I mean Sega trying to keep its foundation in the gaming industry and then they lost it they became a third party a software maker who who, who created and, and made the games but they just got out of the console business and then here we come with Microsoft well anyway Microsoft purchased Activision and Blizzard and Blizzard Entertainment Call of Duty is one of those games Diablo is one of those games. A, uh, a lot of people that probably play this game on, on their smartphones or their tablets and didn't even realize Activision owns this game is Candy Crush. Candy Crush is a huge, successful, popular game um, for casual gamers or just people who, who uh, has a, who have a lot of time on their hand and they open up their smartphone or their tablet and doesn't matter if they're on the subway, on the elevator, or on a break, or on a lunch, or in between shifts, uh, have played, everyone has played Candy Crush. If not, you have played some form of game that simulates, that is sort of like a Candy Crush mode, or Candy Crush game, excuse me. Uh, Overwatch, a lot, of of games uh well anyway microsoft purchased activision and blizzard entertainment for uh i like to round things off 70 million dollars i you know there have been a lot of numbers have been thrown out there 68 69 uh 66 i'm just gonna round it off to 70 million uh, 70 billion what am i talking about million billion dollars 
dollars. That's a lot of money, man. That's 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 not a scratch, okay? And it left a lot of hardcore and casual gamers scratching their heads. Well, if Microsoft purchased Activision and Blizzard Entertainment, what's going to happen with the future and the direction of Call of Duty as far as continuing to play it on on a PlayStation console and continuing to play it on a Nintendo console, even though it's 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 hit or miss with Nintendo. I, I don't think Nintendo annually has Call of Duty. They have made they may skip a year or two, but they but nevertheless, Call of Duty has play, has been played on an, on a Nintendo console. Okay, and a lot of people are wondering. Are they gonna make these games exclusively for Microsoft players and PC players? Now, depending on who you talk to, you have people that's inputting their suggestion, their suggestions. Uh, some people have inputted that uh, since Microsoft has bought Activision and Blizzard Entertainment, they can do whatever they want with these IPs and. A lot of people are thinking that they're going to be considered exclusive to uh, Microsoft gamers and PC play uh, gamers. And if you've been following me, particularly on social media, if you've been following me since uh, on both of my on, on my YouTube channels, as well as I've stated this on this podcast. I have always came to the opinion and came to the mindset that particularly what Phil Spencer said, I I feel like it was two years ago, three years ago, when he said that, quote, he wants Microsoft to um, service the billion gamers out there, the multitude of gamers out there. Phil Spencer, when he made those comments and he had made other comments to me, you know, ever since they talked about moving forward with Game Pass and focusing on Game Pass to service, I have always told people that Microsoft and Phil Spencer, well, Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer, and maybe just Microsoft, the conglomerate, have always been on the page of we're done trying to sell systems. We're all about selling a service. Nintendo is about selling a system. Sony is about selling a system. Uh, Android phones, Android makers are about selling a a, a system uh, or a device. As the same can be said for Apple, selling devices but Microsoft has been sort of the leaders of when when I and when I mean leaders we I'm talking about the big three you know Nintendo is dibbling and dabbling in services uh Sony has dab has 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 a service in place but Nintendo and Sony still focus on their traditional roots which is selling consoles selling a system and Microsoft has pretty much abandoned, pretty much uh, separated themselves as being uh, uh, into gaming as far as selling 
consoles, they're more, they're in line and in tune with selling a service. And I always told people that Microsoft's competition isn't Nintendo nor Sony. Microsoft's competition is streaming services because Game Pass is a streaming service. So Microsoft's competition is the Netflix of the world, the Hulus of the world, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, AMC Plus, um, anything that has a streaming service format where you pay uh, uh, the small, low, low price of $10.99, $11.99, $14.99, $8.99, whatever the case may be, Microsoft is, and even the WWF, well, the WWE, they have a streaming service. And that's who's, that's who's Microsoft's competition is. Now, a narrow-minded gamer would tell you that's like comparing apples to oranges. What Microsoft is doing is streaming games from Game Pass and what Nintendo and what Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and Apple Plus, what they're doing is streaming their videos and movies. Well, putting their their original uh, content, their live streams, their movies, their television shows, they're putting it under one app, and you pay so much a month to watch that type of content. Entertainment is entertainment, folks. It doesn't matter if you're, you're watching live entertainment. It doesn't matter if you're watching television entertainment, movie entertainment, streaming entertainment, or gaming entertainment. Entertainment is entertainment. And Microsoft and Phil Spencer are, are looking at it as we want to entertain and please people so they can keep coming back more and more. We got to have... We have to have games in there by the boatload that will keep people spending so much money a month to utilize the service of Game Pass. And I always said that that's Microsoft's new frontier and those entities I, I just labeled, that's the new competition for Microsoft. Now, the average gamer is not going to get that. They're going to scratch their heads right now. They, they won't think I'm crazy. They're going to call me confused, whatever. But logically, if you just forget the fact that they're streaming games and just think of the fact of their, their, their app is a streaming service, what they're doing is no different if you just... Don't, don't worry about the content. Worry about what the app function is. It's a streaming service where you pay so much a month so you can be entertained by the streaming service. Well, what makes Game Pass different from Hulu and Netflix? Now, Netflix, there was an article that Netflix, uh, they, they talked about Netflix and I feel like this was like four or five months ago. They was talking about Netflix dabbling into gaming, where they will be streaming games from their app. Now, haven't heard too much about it, but you got to have quality games or interesting games, 
people would want to um, uh, uh, try out and play. And if Microsoft has the best content, they already bought Bethesda Studios. So all of those games, uh, Microsoft controls the narrative as far as who gets to play those games. Are they going to make those games exclusive? Are they not going to make those games exclusive? And um, what about streaming applications? Would uh, Netflix uh, be able to um, pull from uh that catalog chances are no because microsoft controls the future and the destiny of those games when you look at activision and blizzard entertainment they get to uh and this deal is not finalized until 2023 but anyway they get to control who what and where these games are going to be available for and chances are none of these games are going to be including microsoft games are going to be available for Netflix, for them to uh, take a bite of the apple and for them to make a profit. Now, I have been on record telling people, what does this mean for Sony? Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Call of Duty days are numbered. They're not going to be on another, uh, I, you know, they're not going to be on the PlayStation 6. They're not going to be on PlayStation 7. Night and uh, they only have a short term future as far as these games being on the PlayStation 5. For this, I now for that, I say this I understand a lot of people's logic, and that's a plausible argument. However, it's not the best argument that makes the best practical business sense because. Call of Duty is literally a machine that prints money. Annually, yearly, this game makes a ton of money by people just buying, by people just running to whatever Best Buy, Walmart, Target, uh, GameStop, and spend seventy to one hundred and ten dollars on the disc alone. If they want the standard edition, the deluxe edition, or the ultimate the uh, uh, the, uh, the version, whatever, just the disc alone, they're making a ton of money doing that. And I'm not talking about the game, uh, the the game pass with the season pass. They make they make a boatload of money doing that. They make a boatload of people buying Call of Duty points. They make a boatload of people money on people buying camos and, and things of that nature. That's a lot of money and a lot of resource. That's a lot of money to just say, nah, we're we're just gonna make it exclusive. Only Game Pass uh, people will. Only people that have Game Pass will be able to enjoy this game, uh, which will be gamers and PCs and smartphones or mobile phones and tablets. When the majority of Call of Duty sales come from a, a PlayStation console. Here's my logic to this, and it can go either one or two ways. Microsoft continues, and even Microsoft released a statement as well as Sony, uh, 
They talked about the here and the now. As now, Activision signed a contract with Sony to uh, have the content first on Sony platforms before anywhere else. And I feel like this contract is up in 2024. It's a 10-year contract. Now, Microsoft, Phil Spencer, reads a statement. They're going to continue to abide by that uh, contract, which there's no wiggle room to say that they couldn't. Uh, Sony expected them to abide by that contract. No matter who owns Activision, you still have to abide by the previous contracts the previous owners assigned for. Now, they both agreed on that. Sony also said that they expect even after uh, this contract expires, they 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 feel like Call of Duty is going to continue to be on a PlayStation console, and Sony, I mean, and Microsoft sort of co-signed to that. Now, a lot of people are splitting hairs and pulling paragraphs around, particularly on the initial tweet from Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer basically said, and I'm only paraphrasing, he's going to uh, continue honoring the contract that Activision has with Sony. But he also said they expect Call of Duty to continue to be on a PlayStation console because they have a great relationship with Sony. And I feel like Phil Spencer, and, and I think this is really coming from Microsoft. I feel like Phil Spencer sort of co-signs and agree with it. I don't think Phil Spencer has any ill will. I don't think Phil Spencer thinks that he should make these, uh, should make Call of Duty uh, uh, exclusively only for Game Pass people because I feel like just Call of Duty alone would make more money for Microsoft than to put it on Game Pass and look and lose the potential of missing out as far as PlayStation uh, gamers are not going to be able to play this uh, game, which is is a is the biggest selling game, and it sells more on PlayStation. They're not going to miss out on people that go to these uh, stores like GameStop and whatever and buy and spend $70, $120 on the game. They're not going to miss out on the season pass. They're not going to miss out on the DLC, uh, the Call of Duty points. They're not going to miss out on all of that money because that's a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. A whole lot of money to miss out on. Now, there's a lot of people out there that have been doing live streams, two-hour live streams, three-hour live streams, four-hour live stream that says otherwise, that Sony don't care about that money. Again, like I said earlier, that would make perfect sense. And if you're talking about business, it makes the most sense business-wise. Now, I can see the flip side to that coin as far as, well, if they make it for Game Pass exclusively, people will uh, start supporting Game Pass and start buying into the service just to play Call of Duty. 
But like I said earlier, Call of Duty makes more money being on its own than being under any subscription service. It makes more money than Game Pass. It has a larger, fanatic, bigger user base than Game Pass. So, why are you going to, to me, now, like I said, I can also see it on the other side if they want to make this game exclusively for Game Pass to promote Game Pass to get more, to get Game Pass user base up. Um, I feel like they can do either or. They can, they can do, they can still make this available for people who don't want to invest in Game Pass. Uh, PlayStation fans, it sells more on PlayStation PlayStation than anywhere else as far as console-wise. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard, which is a dumpster fire, in my opinion. No one likes Call of Duty Vanguard. It was the, the, either the second or the third biggest game on PlayStation consoles. And we're talking about the PlayStation 4 that has a over 100 plus um, people still playing on the PlayStation 4. You got the PlayStation 5. That's the second biggest console. Uh, and and sometimes uh, these two corporations switch seats. Uh, uh, you know, PlayStation can be number two. Nintendo can be number one with the Switch. And then next month, it'll be the PlayStation 5. And then the Nintendo Switch will be, the, uh, will be number two. But it's... But that's the biggest audience that you're going to simply abandon by trying to make it only exclusive for Game Pass. So I feel like it will be on Game Pass for people that want to buy. And I feel like they're going to do the same thing like what Activision normally does with Call of Duty. Uh, they're going to make money uh, either way. They're going to make this. They're going to make money on the standard edition, the deluxe edition. Uh, Edition, the ultimate edition, and I feel like that's what they're gonna pretty much do with Call of Duty. Uh, with Call of Duty moving forward, if you want uh, Call of Duty, you can you can play it earlier on Game Pass before anybody else. Uh, if you want the deluxe uh, edition, you'll have to get it from the Microsoft the Microsoft Store or the PlayStation Store, and uh, I'm not. Sh and uh, Nintendo, if Nintendo has it, you have to get it from their store. Uh, or you can just get the disc uh, or the digital version of this game um, at your favorite retail store. Or if you want the ultimate edition that has all the bells and whistles, um, the only way you're going to be able to experience that is either through the Microsoft or Sony store or Nintendo store or your regular retail outlet. Okay, so I, I can see them making the standard edition for Game Pass. And I can also see them say, you know what, the only way, if you just want the standard edition, the bare bones edition, then you will have to get Game Pass. However, uh, the other people that are outside of the Game Pass ecosystem, like the PlayStation gamers, the only way you're gonna be able to enjoy this game is the deluxe, the, uh, the deluxe edition and the ultimate edition. I can see them doing it that way. Um, Microsoft is about making money. Uh, and they want to be, a, they already are a trillion dollar corporation, but 
it's not as big as Apple. Apple makes more money than Microsoft. And Microsoft wants to uh, get that number one spot. And the only way you're going to be able to get that number one spot is being available everywhere. And I can see them, you, you, I can see Microsoft, you know, doing A and B instead of, well, we'll just make it uh, Game Pass. And the only way you're going to be able to uh, uh, play this game is to have Game Pass. I don't think Microsoft is force feeding Game Pass down the throats of Nintendo and Sony. Because as of right now, Game Pass does not prove to be a, a very successful streaming service. It's not something that gamers from other platforms would want. But Call of Duty I feel like more people would want Call of Duty than they will for Game Pass. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, then that's the reason why I feel like it's going to be on Game Pass, because people would buy Game Pass just to play Call of Duty. And you're absolutely right. However, I don't feel like Microsoft is going to abandon the potential and the opportunity to make even more money having available in other outlets in other regions. I also believe that too. So there is a concept that they can do A and B. Okay. And like I said earlier, I can see the standard edition Call of Duty being only exclusive to Game Pass. If you just want the standard edition, you can just get it from Game Pass. However, if you want the ultimate the deluxe edition, the ultimate edition, then you're going to have to get it off the Microsoft store. You're going to have to get it off the Sony store. You're going to have to get it uh, off of the websites. You're going to have to get it off of, you got to get those editions uh, from GameStop, um, uh, Target, Walmart, Best Buy. You have to go to those outlets to get the, the the other additions. I feel like they can do a combination of both. And that's what I feel ultimately about this announcement. Um, now, you want, you, you want more bang for your buck. You want the ability and the capability of making far more money by having this in other communities. A lot of people are saying, well, they didn't do that for um, Bethesda games. The majority of Bethesda games are going to be uh, only for Game Pass. They're going to be exclusively for Xbox players and PC players. Yes, you're absolutely right. But what game that, that Bethesda had or ever had that equals or even laugh, we, we can all laugh about this, surpassing Call of Duty. Call of Duty is an iconic franchising, system-selling name and game. Call of Duty is on the same uh, ledger as Mario, as uh, Uncharted. It's, it's on that bigger sta stage. And I'm sorry, none of the Bethesda games uh, come close to that. A lot of people are going to say Doom. A lot of people are going to say Wolfenstein. Those games are good, but they're not at, but they're not nowhere near or close to 
being a bigger brand than Call of Duty. They ju they just simply not. It you know so. Yes, I feel like the Bethesda games. I feel like the re and another reason why I feel like Bethesda games just they went on and got on the record and said, hey, these games are going to be exclusive. Is I don't feel like there's a huge market or demand for people that want to buy Bethesda. Remember, they bought Bethesda for what uh, five seven billion dollars, and when that news dropped, and then when the announcement came that those games are going to be only exclusive to Game Pass. Uh, Microsoft players and PC uh, players, it didn't uh, hurt Sony as far as people still wanting a PlayStation 5. People are willing to pay extra for a PlayStation 5. People are moving heaven to hell to get a PlayStation 5. It didn't change... Uh, it didn't change uh, as far as the demand for a PlayStation 5 more people still wanted a PlayStation 5 even after uh even after the Bethesda deal so I feel like the same could be said for uh Call of Duty actually now let's just say hypothetically they make this game exclusively for Xbox players and PC players it's gonna hurt Sony short term but long term I feel like the core fans of uh, that that still uh, buy PlayStation consoles they're not going to be bothered by this announcement they're not going to be in droves selling their console to find an Xbox Series X they're not going to abandon all the games they already have in their library they're not going to abandon all the friends that they have on PlayStation there are a lot of people that bought these PlayStation 5 consoles and they're already committed uh uh, for this generation having this uh, console um, until the next generation. I do feel like people that are smart, they will buy both consoles. I have always bought both consoles. So um, me personally, I never miss out on games that I like. Now, I, I used to be a huge Call of Duty player. And there was a long period of time where I stopped buying Call of Duty. I stopped buying Call of Duty at Call of Duty Ghosts. So from Call of Duty Ghosts, I stopped buying Call of Duty. And I'm recently getting into Call of Duty uh, from Modern Warfare. And when they came out with Warzone. And now when they come out with uh, Call of Duty Cold War. And... The last game I purchased from Call of Duty was Vanguard. I wasn't too happy with it. And even hearing this announcement, I'm gonna be a little bit careful because Vanguard left a sour taste in my mouth. And I, I wanna see the next edition of Call of Duty and determine whether or not I'm going to buy it. I have both consoles, so it's not going to hurt me nor affect me if I can't play it on the PlayStation, because guess what? I can still play it on my Xbox. Guess what else? I can still play it on the PC. So me, I really don't care if, let's just say hypothetically, Microsoft says, look, we made it, we got an announcement. It's only exclusive to Game Pass and PC play, well, Game Pass, PC players, and Xbox console players. And that'll be fine with me. And I'm not the only one thinking that way. 
I feel like there's a large community of people that's fine with that because I feel like there's a, a large community of people that don't play the Call of Duty franchise and don't take it and don't treat this con this franchise any seriously than what they do have. Yes, it sells a lot of copies. But at the end of the day, I don't think uh, a lot of people are going to lose a lot of sleep because they don't have call they can't play Call of Duty on PlayStation no more. And that's pretty much it for today's show. I like to appreciate everyone that have listened to today's show. I got new subscribers. I really do appreciate you people that's with the new subscribers. Uh, normally when I do gaming topics, uh, the numbers are low. Not a lot of you people that are subscribed to me or interested in gaming topics. And you know, it's cool, I understand. Um, it is what it is. I wanted to have some type of content out because I'm running a great streak on um, my podcast. I'm, I'm creating episodes every single week. I have not missed a week yet. And I really do appreciate everyone that um, came by the show uh gave me uh, a recommendation wrote a review and gave me a thumbs up encouraged me a lot of you guys give me so much positive vibes on continuing doing this podcast and look we're at 114 and i'm still uh in there you know doing my thing thing and like i said i would love to see the day where i can do multiple pod episodes in one week uh well first we, the numbers got to be there the numbers got to be there the numbers are there for doing one once a week but i you know there's so many interesting things i want to talk to you guys about share with you guys other uh, topics things of that nature you just can't justify doing because when you come out with another episode people are in tune of watching that newest episode but no one uh don't want to watch the episode i mean listen to the episode that i made three days ago and you know that that that's how it goes that's the reason why i haven't came that's why the reason why i ain't made multiple episodes in one week because the minute you finish one the newest episode and once it launched and goes live people forget about the episode that you did uh, two or three days ago. So uh, I really do appreciate everyone coming by and uh, checking out and supporting the podcast. Doesn't matter, uh, you know, when you came in, did you show me some love? I mean, did you give me a shout out? Did you write a review on my podcast? Did you give it a thumbs up? Did you watch, did you listen to my podcast from start to finish? You know, there's a lot of things you can do to really help a content provider, particularly in the podcast space. Uh, I, the past couple of weeks, I've been really just talking about everyday normal stuff. And I'm gonna continue to do that. I just thought that this news was big and I had to uh, tell you guys about it. I wanted uh, to talk about something else, but you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I really do appreciate everyone that came by listening to the podcast, uh, showing love by subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends, family, and followers. Okay, so uh, I, I think that's it. 
Uh, next week, I will start my first day of vacation. And I might be on vacation on my regular job, but I'm still gonna be working. Um, I'm gonna be pumping out and cranking out more episodes to the I'm Chris Adon One podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, the Anchor app. I'm still gonna come out with another episode next week, next Saturday. And uh, we're gonna be busy. I mean, I'm gonna be super, super busy. I'm gonna have content on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm gonna uh, make my TikTok channel. I'm gonna have some content on my TikTok channel. And I'm gonna start doing content on my uh, uh, Facebook page. Um, so I'm gonna be an extremely busy boy. I'm gonna be on all platforms. And I'm only going to utilize two hours in a day to get this stuff done and deliver to you guys. Uh, please be sure if you follow me on I'm Chris the Dom One on YouTube, I'm gonna have a food review uh, Monday so you guys can uh, check that out as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, and like I said, I really do appreciate everyone. Man, this has this is long i didn't realize how long this thing is i didn't realize how long this thing is i apologize for that you know once you start talking you just start talking you just start talking and rambling uh but you know i just i just love you guys i really do love you guys i feel like when i do these episodes i'm just it's like you guys are in a room and we're just vibing we're just talking okay and uh I'll talk to you guys on the next episode Saturday and uh, we'll just go from there. Like I said, I have, I'll start my vacation next Saturday and I will see you. Wouldn't want to be you. Well, I definitely would want to be you. It's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast. I come from the live coast to coast. I'm about to here. Deuces.